0: You know, we're excited to be back in, in, in the United States. And, um, you know, we had uh, uh, two good games in Cancun, uh, different types of games. Uh, I, th- I think Southern Illinois is going to be one of the top teams in Missouri Valley. I was really impressed with them and their coaching and style. And and Fresno, I think, is going to have a good year this year. I, I just thought we got off to such a great start. And um, we never let up, which was good. You know, I think we've had some instances sometimes where we got off to good starts and let teams back in. So, you know, through six games, we're still learning. Um, you know, it's, it, it's kind of like, you know, if it's, a, if it's a race and there's five laps, we ran one lap so far. So we're just getting going. So we, um, um, hopefully we can get you know, do some great things at home this week, keep building. And, and we know that, you know, there, there's always going to be tests every single night.
1: Coach, are you even a little surprised by, by the six and zero start and just how you found different ways to win? And, and again, being on the road so much, with, with the, the two true road games, being in Cancun for a couple of games as well.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm surprised by six and zero, but I'm also going to say I never thought about it. You know, it wasn't something going into season thinking after six games I want to be six and zero or five and one or four and two. It just never crossed my mind. Um, you know, we, we've had some close games that we've that we played well and pulled out, and, and then we've had a couple blowout wins. And, and I think what you've seen with us is we got some things to work on, but I think you've also seen a potential. And um, I didn't know what to expect kind of going into Michigan State. I'm learning our team more. We're kind of getting to that point where you start learning guys a little bit more. So um, this time next week I'll know even more than I do right now.
1: Do you feel like you've got a pretty good grasp on the rotation and how that's going to work? And it, it, it may play out a little bit different as, as you move on, but do you feel like you've got a pretty good handle on it right now?
0: Yeah, the rotation usually changes, and sometimes out of your circumstances, um, injuries, illnesses. Um, but then also sometimes you go into a game and thinking, uh, this game fits somebody else better than somebody else in your rotation. you get a good big, small, whatever else. So um, I think what we've done in the first six games has been adjustable. And, and move guys in and out. Sometimes that was without our choice. We had a lot of foul trouble. We're fouling way too much right now. And, but that's made some different lineups on the court where we got a chance to look at them.
1: You mentioned fouling too much, but, but talk about your defense. Uh, before the season, you, were, you said you had a long way to go. But there have been some instances where you guys have been really good, you're really good against Fresno State. Do you feel like that's an area that's, that's continued to improve through the six games?
0: I think we've been really good the first four minutes of every game in defense. And I, I think us being um, able to sustain th- stuff and, and, and focusing all the way through um, has had some ups and downs. I think probably most coaches will say that. But for us to be really good, we're going to have to be consistent all the way through. And I also give our guys credit. I think they've been locked into game plans and um, you know make other teams be uncomfortable or do things they don't want to do and, um, and understanding personnel. I think we did a decent job of that.
1: Talk a little bit more about T.J. and just having a big like him that you can throw into the post and, and kind of work through. He does a lot of stuff on the high post as well, getting some assists that way. Um, what what does what does he bring to your offense that maybe you haven't had before?
0: Well, I mean, T.J. is extremely versatile. Um, you know, we've had some versatile posts before, but, you know, he's a guy that can lead the break and I'm comfortable with. You know, his passing ability is very good. Um, his rebound and his effort plays are very good. Um, I think he can even do some more things that he hasn't quite shown yet that, that we've seen in practice, haven't gone from practice to the court. Um, but he's, you know, he, he plays so hard. And a lot of times when you play hard, good things happen for you. The ball ends up in your hands. You get a tip in. You get a um, you get something on the break. And I think that's what he's been really good at, is maintaining effort and playing really hard. Can you
1: talk a little bit about, uh, you know, Raekwon what – how you've seen him kind of mesh with this group after he's been here for a little while and played played some games for you?
0: Yeah, I think Raekwon has been almost better in the games than he has been in practice. And, you know, during practice, he's he's missed some practices, injuries, um, um, illnesses, some things like that. And so he's had trouble kind of getting complete continuity with us. And we haven't had complete continuity understanding what all he can do. But in the games, he makes big plays. He does good things in the games for us, and and we want to keep expanding them, keep doing more. Um, but we just had trouble sometimes with with him, you know, being healthy or available. And and if you're new, even he know he's experienced, he's not experienced with us. Um, the fact that he's new, he needs our practice. He needs those times, and we need it, you know, to be able to see what he can do as well. But he's made big shots, big defensive plays, big rebounds. Um, he's done a lot of big things so far through six games. And how does this Buffalo
1: team compare to uh, the one you played last year?
0: Yeah, they their, their roster changed. Um, you know, they've – you know, just like when there's a coaching change, a lot of times they, they hired a really good coach with Villanova roots and, and ties um, to Villanova. So, um, you know he knows what he's doing. He's been under Jay Wright. But with the coaching change, there's always roster changes. It's just um, inevitable. And so um, they got Isaiah Adams back, a really good player. You know, uh, Kanye Jones, a really good guard. Sa Chapman, um, we tried to recruit him a couple of times, transfer in. So um, they have, you know, good players. I think they got off to a tough start just because you know, new coach, new style, and everything else. But um, they got a week to prepare for us. Uh, I think that's something that we're trying to be conscious of, the fact that they last played on Wednesday, they're playing us on the next Wednesday coming up. That's a lot of time to change things and get things going. So we anticipate a different team than kind of what they were down in Orlando in that tournament down there. You mentioned Noah at the beginning of the year, just saying we're going to need him. So what's it like for you just seeing him break out the way he did, especially in that Fresno State game in Cancun? Yeah, I mean, Noah's been playing well all year. And um, I think that was the first offensive outburst um, that, that he had. But, I mean, he's been playing well, shooting well. Um, he draws a lot of attention. So sometimes, you know, you just don't quite notice Or other guys are getting open because everybody's running towards Noah and teams are very conscious of him. And And I thought the guys did a good job finding him. I thought he made some good shots, tough shots. Um but we're going to, you know, run a lot of things for him, go through him. Um, you know, I think he's going to have many games like he just did in the last game. How much does his production then just kind of open up looks for everybody else when he's scoring at the level he is? Yeah, I mean, if you look at our, our guys on our team, we have a lot of guys with potential to have big scoring nights. Um, and we've already had it this year. You know, in, in six games we had a lot of guys that had big scoring nights. and And so – for us, you know, he can open everything else up for other guys. I think our main thing as, as the coaching staff and everything else is figuring out what we're going to do defensively to be successful. We think we got enough personnel to score points, um, but to, uh, sometimes we're wondering, all right, do we got to keep adjusting our defense to make sure that's the part of the court that gives us a chance to win? defensively does that just you think kind of come with time or just playing around with different rotations or how how do you think you go about figuring that out moving forward yeah i think the key thing in basketball everybody talks about is two-way players and you know that's what you want to be you know you don't want to be you know one side of the ball or the other in basketball you got to play both and we're trying to develop that to figure out what's best for our guys and And our lineups move a lot. Sometimes we're small. Sometimes we're big. Um, You know, sometimes we don't have, uh, you know, guys on the court with great foot quickness. And sometimes we got elite foot quickness on the court. So I don't think we can be married to one style. I think we're going to have to adjust. But I think we got to figure out just the priority of the defensive end. And then we can adjust the style to fit the personnel or the team we're going against.
1: Do you like your offensive efficiency right now as you study what you guys have done? And you've shot the ball pretty well, almost 40% from three and 48 overall. Do you like the efficiency that you're doing offensively?
0: Yes and no. I think we're getting quality shots. Um, I don't think we're always finishing. Sometimes um, open ones are things around the realm uh, as, as good as we need to. Um, but I think the type of our offense and what we're doing on offense is right. Sometimes the very end the execution, the finishing, I'd like to fix that. And if we do that, yeah, our numbers are going to go up a little bit more.
1: Is this a, a nice stretch for you guys now? You play Wednesday at home then Sunday at home, but you'll you'll be home for a little while. You have a few road trips that will be shorter road trips, but they're spread out a little bit. Is, is this a nice time for you guys to really get back in the gym and, and kind of tighten things up a little bit?
0: Yeah, I mean, no, I don't think we have any plane trips until um, after New Year's, and, and, and that's always good when we're we're staying here or busing and, and, and playing you know, games either in Maryland or Virginia. But at the same time, you're thinking, you know, on the sports side of it, yeah, we don't have as many games, but um, the JMU exams are coming up, and, and those aren't easy. It's a very difficult school, and the stress it puts on our guys academically, and we've missed some classes we got to catch up on, so there is a lot we got to do, whether we're traveling or not. And, and you know, we tried to have a practice yesterday to work on some weaknesses, things to improve on. Um, we better have a good one today and tomorrow to get ready for Buffalo. And then after that, we'll figure out the rest of it.
1: Coach, O talked about, a little bit about this last week or I guess two weeks ago now. Um, just everything that's going on at JMU, obviously football now being in a bowl game. Uh, volleyball gets an at-large bid. Do they know me.
0: a bowl they're in yet?
1: Not yet, not until okay. Sunday. Okay. But – Volleyball, both soccers get at-large bids, which may not have happened in a previous league. Can you speak to just the athletic department and what's going on right now at JMU and how special this, this is this time?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I mentioned this before, but it's absolutely true. Everyone talks about culture within your sport. And so, you know, what's important to me is the culture within men's basketball because that's what I'm most responsible for. But the culture within the athletic department here at JMU is elite. And, you know, it's it starts with the President Alger and, and Jeff Bourne and the emphasis they put on sports and athletics and facilities and, and, and commitment there. It starts there. And um, with them, it kind of matriculates out to the different sports, and the head coaches have done a great job in the sports you mentioned. Um, it, it, it's hard, you know, I think the phrase is trying to keep it up with the Joneses. It's hard to keep up with the Joneses at uh, at JMU. I mean, every sport – has great success. Um, and one thing that I don't think is that every athletic department is we cheer hard for each other. And, um, you know, we beat Michigan State, and, and one of the first texts I got was from, from Kurt Signetti. And, um, and I think he might even send it before the game was over. I don't know if he even like <laughs> quite knew it, but I mean, um, and, and and Lauren from volleyball sent me, a, you know, like everybody does that um, here. So it's we're happy for each other. We support each other. We need each other. Um, you know, we need the a, um, AUBC to be packed because a lot of these sports bring the recruits to our games, and so they need to see that part of it when they bring winter and spring. And and um, you know, we we take our our guys, our recruits to football and volleyball, and you know, f- for those events. So. Um, we need each other. It, it, there is a standard of, of, of excellence that's throughout the athletic department and and you know there's a, a lot of credit um, but but a lot of it goes to you know Jeff Bourne and, and president Alger
1: and one last thing I want to ask you about it is um, turnover <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, you know talk about Red Thompson and, and Micah Smith, those guys. you were able to, to sign those on, on national signing day a couple of mm-hmm. weeks ago, but haven't had a chance to really talk about those yeah, guys. That
0: yeah um so excited about this too and um, so you know, first with red, I think he's one of the more underrated guards, and not just Virginia but nationally it's um I watch him go against good players and good teams, and he's always one of the best on the court, if not the best on the court and um he had a recent game against. Um, there was nine Division One players on the floor the other day, and, and if he wasn't the best, he was the second best. I mean, he's he's played well, and what he is, he's um, he's elite toughness. But but what also what I really like is he's got toughness. He's got IQ. He makes great plays. The ball is in his hands. Um, he'll he'll play right away. He's young. He's only he just turned eighteen, but he's young. But he's already played the number one ranked high school team in the country, one of the best AAU teams in the country. College won't be as big of an adjustment for him as some other guys. Um, the next is Micah, and Micah is um, – he's a guy that that just plays so many positions and it's not forced. It's a natural thing for him. So you watch him on the court, he's really doing everything. He's hes scoring, he's getting rebounds, he's blocking shots. He's getting assists. Like if you watch him, the game comes easy for him, but it's not like you um, don't notice his effort. He's got a great motor. He plays really hard. And, and he's another one that plays at a high level of high school and AAU where um, these guys have been tested and, and they've already been proven against good players. So I think in college what I'm going to like about him is I can put him on the court, he can be productive. Uh, regardless of the position, he's going to be productive because he does so many things, and, and he's so hungry. Some of the things he doesn't do great right now, he will do by, by the time he gets in college because of his passion for the game.